What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 25 of Nintendo Noise, Flip Screen Games' weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. Mr. Chewy Huerta. Goodbye, goodbye. And making her return to the show, the mean queen of Twitch streams, Sierra Plus Ultra. It's me, I'm back. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome back, Sierra. Uh, so, if you missed last week's show... Uh, Sierra is here all month to celebrate Ring Fit February. We are now uh, on our second show of February, and we are not going to talk about Ring Fit at all. Because, of course, today is the holiest of days for Nintendo fans. It is, of course, a new Nintendo Direct. It just, it literally happened moments ago. We have piping hot takes for you coming right off of a, frankly, very, very hype Nintendo Direct. 40 minutes of mostly, I would say, bangers. Um, so I am very excited to jump into this as much as I was raring to go to talk about our first week of ring fit. We're going to have to save that for next week because boy, howdy, we need time to talk about these announcements. So I'm going to just jump right into it. But before that, let me remind you that this episode of Nintendo noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of February. They are of course, Mary Berry, Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, AKA Sovi, Smokey Shake, Wakahula and Zaid Ida. Thank you all for, for your support over on flip, uh, patreon.com slash flip screen games. Uh, if you want to go and show your support, head over to the Patreon. It's the best way to help us keep these mics on and for you to get some extra goodies like our Patreon exclusive podcast, One More Thing, the archives of our Twitch streams. Last week, we streamed a little bit of Pokemon uh, and a bunch of other really cool stuff. You could get your name read on the air. You could make me call you Mary Berry. Check it out. Go do it. Show your support however you can. We appreciate you. Uh, if you don't have any money to toss our way, that's fine. There are a ton of ways that you can get involved with the show. You can find links to all of those places over on flipscreen.games that is our website where you can find links to our discord our email address our social media presence any of the ways that you want to interact with the show you'll find them right there so come be a part of what we're building here at flipscreen games and make sure that you write in for next week's show uh, on what you are most excited about coming off of this nintendo direct because i imagine a lot of these are going to be headlines for the rest of the year so uh let's let's dive into it they kick things off with I think the thing that I was the most upset about in the entire Nintendo Direct. So I'm really <laughs> glad they started here. Uh, we obviously had this rumor the last couple of weeks that there was going to be some big Fire Emblem news, potentially, you know, the next game in the franchise. Um, it seemed to line up with the timeline of the cadence at which they've released them in the past. Of course, both Chewie and I's predictions were wrong, and Steve's was right. We are getting a Fire Emblem Three Houses spinoff in Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. June 24th, boy, I can't imagine a more disappointing piece of Fire Emblem news than this. Honestly, I was thinking last night, because I tend to have, like, pre-direct, late-night thoughts of, like, oh, that, that could probably happen. Your premonitions. There were, there were three <laughs> things that came up. One of them was a Warriors game, but I was like, I could see a Warriors game happening, but I just don't know what it would be. And then seeing this, I was just like, duh, of course it's Fire Emblem. Because <laughs> the only Fire Emblem one I was thinking about was, you know, the kind of the mashup of different uh, characters in the original, right? And yeah, just seeing this, I was like, oh, 
I, I should have guessed. I should have guessed it would have been another Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> I was thinking, like, would they do a Mario Warriors? Maybe a Kirby Warriors, because that's sure. happening. And then I was like, no, obviously. Obviously Fire Emblem. <laughs> I just, I can't imagine... I can't imagine worse news than this, honestly. Like, I I am really it's salty about for this. for you, but lots of people like Musu games. Yeah. Like, tons yeah. of people yeah. like them. You're right. And here's my thing. I completely will recognize that there's a huge audience of Musou fans. No disrespect to those people. Um, not even any disrespect to, like, the studio behind them and everything. Like, they're not for me. I know that about myself. I've tried enough of them. I burn on out out on them really quickly because I straight up think they're bad. Like, like I some think of the your favorite franchises as well, like Persona, you couldn't even get into that one, even though it was a brand new story with the Phantom Thieves. Right. And that's why I'm angry because I'm very, at this point, I'm frustrated by this trend of, hey, you love Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? An expansive open world action game. You love Persona 5 and Fire Emblem, these story-driven, uh, you know, uh, life sim mixed in like it's all about the story and the tactical rpg and and you making these bonds with cat oh yeah do you want to just play a, a really really boring not well-made hack and slash that runs at 10 frames per second on nintendo switch and and then yeah. you can have exclusive story content like no i don't and i'm i'm at the point where i really resent this <laughs> like i'm sick of these games yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Age of Calamity, but it is it is incredibly repetitive. And then you just kind of like pick a character you like, and it's the one you've trained up. And then every once in a while, they throw in a mission that's like, oh, never played as this character. Just going to go over here, spend all my money so you can level it up for me and I can pass this level and be done with it. So, yeah, I get it. It's it's not the best thing, but I just want to there's, there's one of the, the the rumored Fire Emblem games right there. <laughs> I've never played those like Warriors games because they just look really overwhelming. And then like I don't know the 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 concept seems pretty one note to me. So I personally mm -hmm. yep. have not tried. Would like to be proven wrong, but I look at them and I'm like maybe if I have time one day. <laughs> I, I I just I wouldn't waste your time honestly. Like I just <laughs> you know I don't know like and I get it like I'm not the audience for this so that's fine but. For them to continually now go be like, oh, you know this game with this story that you really love? How would you like more of it to be put behind a game we couldn't pay you to play? Awesome. Love that for me. <laughs> Ugh. I just wanted a new Fire Emblem so bad game. <laughs> well, go watch the watch along that Steve and I did. You just see my face drop and I acted like such a little bitch about yeah. it for like the and entire time. I was time elated because it meant my first prediction of the year came true. Just so happy that a Fire Emblem game that was not turn-based was announced. You finally got a point on the board, yeah. buddy. Wow. It's so yep. funny too because I remember being like, that's such a crazy prediction. Why would you predict that? And it's like, <laughs> it's so specific. It, <laughs> so you know uh shout out to you steve i'm glad i'm glad this happened for your sake and the next big announcement checked a box for me so i you know i gotta yes. not be a baby on this one uh mario strikers battle league got revealed coming out on june 6th insane insane we need to be a club 
I want yes, us absolutely. to have a club. Flip it's screen united. <laughs> on the on the stream, we were talking about this. Yeah, and I think it was was uh, Zayd in the chat who had said uh, it should be the uh, Flip Screen United Football Club, and I was like, I love that because then the abbreviation is the FU Football Club, which is just <laughs> fantastic. So let's do it. <laughs> love it. Up to I eight players, it. which is very fun. You know, we got a. Mm-hmm. I think is we got to like get players some... on each team or is it eight players? Four and four, I think. Four it and is. four. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you get to play the goalkeeper by the looks of it. Mm. Oh, I don't think I realized that. that... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it is like aside. five on five. Yeah. But it's five aside, but you can't play them's... the goalkeeper. Yeah. You mm-hmm. want the strikers after too easy. all. Yeah. It's so funny because on my stream last night, one of my viewers was like, what if there is a new Mario Strikers? <laughs> oh yeah speaking of my my pre-e3 premonition this was another one where i was like mario strikers mm, i don't know <laughs> it just felt too soon for me we had just had mario golf and they put like a big uh-huh. update out for it the autumn last year and now we all of a sudden get a brand new mario sports game again and this one looks well, phenomenal like- though i'm really excited for strikers it's particularly interesting too because Strikers is the least, you know, explored Mario sports franchise. There's only two. This is only the third one they've ever made. There's like twenty Mario golfs. I know. You know? Mario um, Hoops has only had one on the DS. Hoops three v three. I dude, like from your lips to God's ears, we talked about that like as a joke a week or two ago. But now I'm like, if they brought back Strikers, wh- bring back Hoops. Where's Mario Hoops? I need an arcade basketball game. I'm trying to convince Steve to co-develop one with me. That's how bad I want one. So help me out, Nintendo. Yeah, I'm 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 through the roof excited for this game. Uh, the original Strikers was was just such a blast, and I love arcade sports games. You know, I Sims. Mm-hmm. No interest at all, right? Um, they're too obtuse. But a game like this where, you know, maybe you pop on for the multiplayer or maybe it's just like end of the night and you bang out a couple quick matches. Yeah, sign me up. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up we got uh, one of the one of the big dogs on the horizon that we, at least on this podcast, have been waiting oh, for. Yeah. Splatoon 3. So we got excited. another deep look at it. We got a whole look at the Salmon Run uh, next wave gameplay confirmation mode. Confirmation that Salmon Run's... His, uh, <laughs> his Splatoon swag. What was that, Steve? Confirmation that Salmon Run's in the game. Like We didn't know until now. Right. Like We assumed yeah. it would be, but confirmation that it's actually there was really nice to see. Some awesome new bosses that were showing off, some new, uh, mm-hmm. new specials, the ability to like throw... The salmon That's eggs huge. to different huge. players totally yeah. changes the game. Like you can team up properly, throw them. I wonder how that affects the scoring. Is there going to be like an assistance thing? Because obviously you were scored based on how many eggs you brought to the basket, right, Chewy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's kind of, you know, you'd get prizes dependent on how well you did. But yeah, I mean, that is such a cool thing because I remember thinking like, you know, it's a cooperative mode, but there's so much more that they could experiment with to make that that part of it shine, you know? And that that one little thing is so cool where you're just like, oh, man, I am in trouble here. Let me just throw you this, yeah. e- this egg so we can make it. <laughs> and, like, even just, like, showing off, um, you know, they had the kind of, like, 
the bit where they were showing off some of the new bosses and some of them have um these attacks that like the your the other players can like assist you with right where like they mm-hmm. create like a ring above you and they drop a bunch of paint but if your teammates shoot around your feet that'll stun the boss rather than you taking the damage so it's like interesting that it seems like they're trying to make it like more collaborative and you to have like more options to work with your teammates and kind of change the tide of a battle which mm-hmm. i like and before i forget too uh nintendo just announced that they started a new twitter account specifically for like splatoon north america so uh-huh. there is a new account that's gonna have like all the squid research stuff so cool yeah very nice i i expect lots of news before mm-hmm. when this releases in july inevitably i think it's july too but pete's not convinced that the summer 2022 release date is is gonna be summer 2022 so here's my thing. Um, I'm not convinced that this comes out summer 2022. I think there's a good chance it gets delayed. Um, I think the fact that they've talked about it multiple times now and have continued to just be like, yeah, it's 2022, summer 2022. But they've said a game that's coming out later, they gave a month to. I'm like, that doesn't inspire a ton of confidence for me. Uh-huh. Like, could it still come in the summer? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. If, it, if it slips to fall, I wouldn't be surprised. If it slips to... Winter? I wouldn't be They didn't surprised. say which hemisphere it was summer, Pete. You know, it could be, <laughs> could be <laughs> summer in caveat, Japan. <laughs> summer in Australia. Exactly. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe so. Maybe so. So uh, I, I'm really excited for this game because I've never, like, I don't can, know. I always feel like get I've above B rank this, this time. Definitely want to get above the B rank. I feel like I've never gotten a Splatoon at the right time. You know, like by the time I got the first one, it was already out for a while, and you know, I came in and was like garbage, and it was like, okay, this is fun, but it's not. I'm not getting it right. And Splatoon two, I started getting into it when I was playing with with you two on stream, but like. It was a similar thing where it's like everybody who's playing this game is really good and I have like there's a steep learning curve. So I'm excited to kind of like be there at the ground floor and see if I can can get into it. Um, it'll it'll probably be a mess that first week where yeah. all the good players are still mixed in with all of the new players. And so that, that'll be wild. But sometimes you get carried and that's pretty nice. <laughs> it'll be fun though. Yeah. So uh, Sierra, have you played the other two splatoons like is would this be your first one uh yeah i haven't played any splatoons so i'm like interested in it i I don't know uh, if if i can get a little extra pocket change i will totally grab three do you guys recommend playing the first two first or okay i don't think you need to yeah especially if like you're worried about fitting it into a budget, I would say, like, it's not worth... Because it's kind of like, it's a dead game at this point, right? Like, they're not going to update it anymore, and everyone's going to jump over to three as soon as it comes out. So I'd wait and try to get it on the ground floor. Unless you can get, like, a used copy of Splatoon 2 for, like, $20. Yeah, sure. Then maybe pick it up, but... Definitely don't don't feel the need to go back and play Splatoon 1. I never played it. I never had a Wii U. And uh, I got massively into Splatoon 2. I put hundreds of hours into that game. I love it so much. N- nowhere near Chewie's rank. When we play, <laughs> me and Pete could just be sat there doing nothing and Chewie will carry the entire team. So it's... Amazing. <laughs> yeah, my favorite is when we're queued up together and then they put him on the enemy team and I'm like out over here doing my absolute best <laughs> and he's just kicking our fucking teeth in and making fun of us the whole time. 
Where's that guy? Are you guys gonna get good? Try using motion controls. We, me and Chewy tried <laughs> um, when when you went on the stream with us, P. We tried uh, a couple of rounds of League impossible because it matched us up with ridiculously hard players it was impossible <laughs> there was no chance we got annihilated on tower control in minutes like not even minutes mm-hmm. seconds it was it was insane it was carnage yeah that mode in general it, it's easy to get steamrolled <laughs> that's been my experience yes it is very easy to get steamrolled in that game um but yeah, Sarah, you should pick it up and, and play with us when it drops. Okay, sounds good. You can do we'll fours, do. so I'm going to yeah. get that right. Sounds good. Um, so then we also got to look at a, uh, a game I wasn't really familiar with, uh, Front Mission, um, which is getting a remake. It's like a tactical RPG. Uh, it's coming out summer 22, uh, and there's going to be the, the sequel which is, I guess, I think it's Front Mission first and then Front Mission second is, That's is right, the, yeah. the naming convention. Um, and we actually um, did get a look at, um, I, I missed it off the list, but we did get another look at um, Advance Wars before this as well. And, yes. And I actually like the look of Front Mission first a lot more than Advance Wars. I think it's because I'm familiar with, with Advance Wars and Front Mission first is like a new game to me. And it just looks, I think it looks awesome. Like the mech style that looks like quite adult. I think it looks really gritty and it looks really cool. Uh, and it, it's only the second time it's come to North America too. It's and it's never been published in in Europe. Oh, that would explain so why I've never heard of it then. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, I I love when like an obscure region exclusive game like gets a chance at at Second Life. Um, this oh, looks we, like we it got, could be we, my jam. We got another one of those as well, the Obscure Region title, Live Alive. I don't know if either of you, Pete, uh, Pete Chiri, or Sierra, have heard of this game. This like, Japanese-exclusive game that's being brought over to the West for the first time. And it's that and they're doing 2D the HD. Yeah. yeah. So it looks cool. And apparently there was another one announced on the Japanese Direct as well. That were, that's coming to Japan only hasn't been localized yet. Another HD 2D game. So I think, I don't know, people are going to get fatigued by that at some point because that'd be three yeah. in one year that'd be released. And I, all I being like tactical is... things too. That's true. Like, there's yeah. so many of those games coming out. And the only one we want is Digimon Survive. Yes, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if the expectation is just like not everyone's going to play all of them. Right, and it's like mm-hmm. so maybe like that's this, why you don't get Fire Emblem this year because you've got Advance Wars coming out. So like, do you <laughs> need, like do other you need another Fire Emblem? No, but yes. I want one. Yes, that's right. Speaking of things that I'm not quite sure we need, um, but still look pretty good, uh, they showed so off. Funny. It's so weird. They showed off this game called Disney Speedstorm, which is a free to play cross-platform uh kart racer featuring a bunch of disney and like pixar characters it looks surprisingly good you know Um, i was interested in this until the end of the direct like at the beginning of the direct i was like yeah i'll probably pick this up try it's free to play why not and then you know (laughs) they they announced the dlc for mario kart 8 and i'm just like what's the point i am not gonna never touch this game ever yeah it's like cool I've got I've got forty eight more tracks coming to Mario Kart Eight. I don't need to play with as like Goofy Woody or whatever in a cart. 
The funny thing is that, like, this at, like, any other, like, you wouldn't see this game at probably any other console, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. publisher's event, but it would be a much better fit on either of those platforms. I mean, it's there as well, yeah. Yeah, but, like, Mm -hmm. like, Xbox and PlayStation need a kart racer, right? Crash Team Racing, right? You're right, that's true. And that game... Amazing. So good. I will say though, like of uh, we get you know kart racers here and there. This one definitely looks more along the lines of like pretty, especially when you yeah, like, it's look not like at that. Mario was it kart that Chocobos Deluxe. or something that like racer yeah. from yeah, Square which looks that so looked ugly as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one, I was like, oh, this one actually looks like they spent some time to make it look to <laughs> look good too. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a Disney kart racer on the N sixty four, I believe. That was really good. Oh so, yes, there was Matthew Murphy, one of Speedway? our yes, one of our patrons. Yeah, yeah. Loves it, like I think. That. <laughs> that was a really good game. So if, if it was like that, I'm down. But otherwise, uh, whatever. Crash my yeah. vehicle off the side of the highway is Pluto. Genetic heart racers peaked. <laughs> racer peaked at the N64. They nailed it. I mean, <laughs> if, if you mean that generation, yeah, because they peaked with Crash Team Racing on the PS1. But that's a conversation that America's not ready for. What, what, in, not even <laughs> um, Diddy Kong Racing being at Crash Team Lego Racing. Lego Racer? Come on. Crash Team Racing is better than Diddy Kong Racing. I'm sure that's a hot take to most people. B- the hottest Meet me of in takes the on a Nintendo podcast, yes. <laughs> Come and find me, all right? <laughs> okay? Uh, I'll, what's up? You can find me anytime. I'll fight a motherfucker for that one. Your list one. <laughs> Yo, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a stream I'm ready to have. Of like, <laughs> Crash Team Racing, S-tier. Mario Kart 8, S-tier. Every other game, I don't even care. When we right? do Double this, Dash can be A. When that's we fine. do this, us three need to outvote Pete and put Crash Team Racing down on like D-tier. <laughs> just, just gotta get out of there. Yeah, we gotta do Listen, I love memes as much as the next person. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. It will it will cause problems. Okay. Oh no. Uh, so then we got a couple updates on some older titles uh, coming to Switch. A couple pretty cool ones: Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, April twentieth. I don't like this game, but a lot of people really do. Um, I. Have, I wonder. I wonder what the public opinion on it will be in a post um, Fallen Order world because I feel like that's an actually good Star Wars game. We got another one like of those coming soon as well. Pretty like. okay Star Wars game, and I feel like people liked it because there weren't good Star Wars games at this time, not because it was like because it really slapped, you know. But mm. that's just one. That's just one man's opinion. Um, yeah. and then we got the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection coming, which we've known that was on the way for a while, but. Um. Yeah, that's a, a solid collection of games too. For my money, that's and that's that, where Assassin's Creed peaked. That was the only Ubisoft appearance. I thought for sure we were going to see some Mario Rabbit stuff because we've had nothing about yeah. that since E3, and and I just don't think that game's coming at this point. I, I I'm in a weird spot with it where I think it could be delayed, but I also wonder if it's not a Breath of the Wild situation where the re or like Arceus even, where the reason we haven't seen more of it is because they don't want to play their cards too much and like maybe there's like a new mechanic or something that Possibly, they want but... to be a, a surprise. But and, they, and like, they did that about... with Kirby as well, right? And we just only got the reveal of all of the Kirby cool Kirby stuff. I feel like we could have seen more of Mario Rabbids too. And not yeah. had everything spoiled for us. 
Well, I think, you know, Ubisoft, they tend to really enjoy doing their E3 presentations there. And I was thinking about when the first Mario Rabbids showed up and you saw Shigeru Miyamoto walk in with his like Mario gun cannon yeah. thing. I was like, they they want to play with that a little bit. I think they want to do something. I mean, sure. Presentation with it. But this is like due March 24th, right? This is has an, yeah. an This has an announced date. March 24th is the day uh, that this actually, is due. Actually, no. Out. It doesn't. I think it's coming later. It just I, says right now, it just says 2022. Oh, okay. I thought it was March 24th. And that was the announcement. I think one of us predicted it would come in March is what happened. By the way, almost all of our predictions got fucked after this. They did. So many Big of time. them are just... One of mine I nailed. I, I, of we, we skipped over it. Advance Wars, April 8th. I think I, I had that, right? We should circle back to that, actually. We did, we did kind of glide past Advance Wars. Um, I think you are right, though. Yeah. You did get and, April 8th, yeah. But I think wow, we'll probably I'm on, do... I'm on the board. <laughs> we'll probably Look do like guy. a catch-up episode on all the predictions at some point and just uh yeah. maybe we can take maybe a look at that next week. Yeah. But uh I think that game looks great. Like I'm such a I love the original Advance Wars. Um and I feel like it I feel like they did a really good job of kind of like um it almost has like a Link's Awakening vibe to me where it's like this is a good, like, kind of faithful recreation of the style while adapting it to a more, you know, 2D, 3D kind of thing. Um, and the fact that there's, like, new content coming, it's like, yep, great. This is this will tide me over while I am just absolutely bitter about Fire Emblem. So that's good. <laughs> uh, so we got to look at SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Uh, Weird-looking game. It's very funny to see the Gundams in like these little shimmy styles, and it's just like yeah. I thought it was cool. Like, it's cute, yeah. It looks pretty good. I, I mean, want those as like little gacha models, my little gacha. They must they exist. Those oh, for sure. Exist. My boyfriend, I've bought uh, a bunch of kits for him. That does are he build like Gundams? Yes, he does. He hasn't nice. in a while because of our our toddler, as in our 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 dog. <laughs> but uh, it's risky business using small parts around a puppy. But uh, yeah. yeah, he has a few SD figures. He's got a bunch of different grades. But yeah, SD are like the chibi ones, and uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Those if are the cutest. Honestly. They are. Yeah, I really like how they look. <laughs> I got him as Naku. I forget. I can hundred percent see Steve getting into that as a hobby and never ever watching the anime. Like yeah, no 100%. interest. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I have zero interest in watching that. I don't care. But the they look cool. Little cool models. Yeah, I I think I have a friend who just buys them to build them, but doesn't really watch them at all. Uh, I love Wing. I love Gundam Wing, but I I haven't had time to like watch anything else. Like Origins, I've been meaning to, but there's a lot of lore. There's a lot. There's of so stuff. many. Yeah. One of my Dear, dear friends is a huge Gundam head, and I I have heard so much about Gundam, and I have never watched it, but I know quite a bit. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, folks. Yeah. Uh, another weird one that we got was surprising. Uh, yeah, Chrono Cross Remaster, uh, April seventh. This was rumored a while ago. I believe there was an Nvidia leak um, that confirmed this, like. A couple months yeah. ago, it, there, it was a while back. That. Yeah, everything on that list is seemingly coming true. The GTA remaster was on that list as well, so yeah. that was a pretty bad leak. But it, obviously, we didn't know it was coming too. to Switch. Uh, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm curious, Sierra. You, are you excited about this? Because like me and Pete were very much like, oh, why is this not Chrono Cross? Oh, why is this not Chrono Trigger? Sorry. There you go. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just hyped for my boyfriend because like. 
he was so surprised like it came up on the screen and he was like oh and he like jumped like five feet in the air <laughs> like, oh yeah because he loves that game very much so he's he um has more experience with uh, jrpgs than i do he's played a lot of them uh, i think at this point the cherry on top would be if golden sun would have come to the switch and then yeah be set but uh but yeah uh among other things but yeah, Chrono Cross is a big highlight for him, so maybe I'll also check it out and see if I like it. I'm in like such a weird spot now where I'm like, I'd like to play it, but I've never played Chrono Trigger, and like I've tried to start it a couple times, but um, the only way I had access to it was the um, PSP version of it, which is a port of the PlayStation port, which is notoriously the worst way to play, because ah. there's like a lot of like loading I think the worst um, like way to like, play now is the Steam version where they made the font really that's dodgy. The one. It's like yeah, that's true. It's like Comic Sans for some reason in in there. But like <laughs> the the definitive way to play the game from anyone who's a big fan, they say it's it's the DS port that they did. That's like a perfect port. They added a bunch of quality of life features and stuff. And it's like, can we just can you just put that on Switch? Like, can you just give me a way just to play the game? Like, the version even... would be fine, right? They could just put yeah, it on Switch really online. Master it. Just yeah. give it to me. Just let me play it. Just add so that I can play Protocol. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, though, that they brought that Satellaview text like adventure game that was released alongside Chrono yeah. Cross as well. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Just like something extra for fans that's probably never been released outside of Japan. And they can learn some more lore about Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. And I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dig that a lot. Um, it's a, it's a definitely a nice little, a nice little nod for those folks. Something that like the diehards I'm sure will appreciate. Um, so yeah, Sierra, let us know what your boyfriend thinks about that one. Okay. We'll do. <laughs> uh, so then we got another look at Kirby, which was cool. Um, this was kind of, uh, this is the deepest dive we've had so far. Um, I think. And yeah, I mean, we got a look at kind of the ways in which they're trying to evolve Kirby's power set a little bit in this one, rather than kind of having, like, the last couple games, it felt like there's always been, like, a gimmick where it's like, oh, like, you have a robot, or, like, you're playing with, like, a co-op partner or something like that, whereas, like, this, it feels like they're really trying to be like, okay, like, how can we expand his skill set a little bit? Because, obviously, we still have copy abilities, but if you're watching on the YouTube right now... Uh, we got a clip of Kirby just like eating a car and then wrapping his body around you it. You don't and... think that's a gimmick? Mouthful mode is the gimmick for this game, it... I think. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. Yeah, thirty I, I years like it, it took them to perfect this. <laughs> um, this is the ultimate Kirby. <laughs> to me, that feels like a more natural evolution. Like it, it is a gimmick, but it feels less like a gimmick than like you have a robot in some levels or something like that. Right? right? Like it it's like extension of himself. Yeah, it's like an extension of his existing powers and the fact that you can use it on, like, the car or then there was, like, the, the fridge or the, the thing that you could use to, like, it was kind of like a lift, you know, and you can, like, this use it for, like, lift, Matt, traversal yeah. and, and exploration and all that kind of stuff. And um, I like that. Like, that feels like a more, you know, um, dynamic change yeah. than just 
and you get weapons, right? You've got the water balloon mouth and the vending machine, like are just essentially projectiles that you're firing at people, which is fun. I, I, I don't know. I just think this game looks awesome. And the Waddle D Town additions as well. The fact that mm-hmm. you, as you rescue them, the town grows. That allows you to unlock new abilities. You can go and you can like evolve your attacks and things. And there's actually like a leveling system and a progression that you get, which will get you probably, presumably, to go back to other areas you can access without those abilities which i like i like the sense of exploration that you're going to get in this game it looks really really cool and it looks really pretty yeah like my hope is that the fact that you are going through the process of like leveling up abilities and stuff that there will be like harder bosses and like things like that that yeah that's traditionally been the problem with kirby games right they've just been too easy yeah and like it doesn't need to be hard but you know i want it to i want it to be fun Right? Like, I think of, like, Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland on the Game Boy Advance, which is my favorite Kirby game. And, like, it's not a hard game, but, like, it doesn't just hand you the W, you know? And, like, I that's what I want to see a little bit more. So I'm hoping that this sense of progression speaks to the idea that, like, you know, maybe you can go off, like, a hidden corridor and find, like, optional boss or something like that. Or, you know, like, oh, like, I got to a level and I'm struggling. Like, I should go back and level up my abilities. Something like that, you know, would be cool. Mm-hmm. Like, artistically, I just love the way this looks. Me too. It's, yeah. it's really cute. Yeah. The Oh, man. the Every time we see clips of, like, the Beast Gang or whatever they're calling them, I'm just like, these bosses look incredible. I'm so <laughs> pumped to fight them. <laughs> I think I just get too distracted by just their, their designs alone to even hurt them. So, I don't know. I love <laughs> the look of it. It's cool to see, like, some of them, like, traditional bosses and villains and stuff like reimagined too like they have like the big walrus and like he has like a texture to him and he looks more detailed and like it feels like a real evolution of the style mm-hmm. which is cool so of the mouthful modes that we saw real quick i want to just go around what was everybody's favorite one it's gonna be the car for me. I just was just like, what the hell? Same. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get to see the other ones, but like, I saw a car in vending uh, mouth. Honestly, I think the car alone is just going to be incredible. It's so silly. Yeah. I haven't. Even I seen I like the vending machine one because it was like. I don't know. I just think of Chubby Bunny or whatever. <laughs> uh, when you're just sticking your mouth full of marshmallows and stuff. I'm like, here uh, you go. Yeah. I'm just going to fly out at you now. <laughs> so I love that one. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> One of the ones I thought was really funny is there's one where it's like a traffic cone and you can use it. Um, the way they showed it was like there was like a pipe that had a crack and you could burst it and then use the water to get to a new, like a a higher level in the environment and explore a little bit. Um, But I got such a kick out of that because in our discord, like right while it was happening, uh, one of our Patreon producers, doc uh, went and made a like windows app icon of that and replaced their VLC cone player with this Kirby image. Yes. You want to do that. It's in our discord. Go tell (laughs) it. I'm definitely going to do that. Um, but yeah, March 25th on this one. Uh, that's one of my predictions wrong for sure. I think this one is definitely around the corner. It's happening, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited, you know? I, I would love to see... I would love to see this be, for Kirby, what I feel like Dread did for Metroid, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, let's up the ante a little bit. Let's show that Kirby can be more than what it's been before. 
and and then add difficulty modes to make it harder further down the line. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Like One Metroid shot Dread. kill in Kirby. <laughs> yes, I need yeah. that. Yeah, Metroid Dread it right away. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right. So then, uh, speaking of other like ports, right? We got to look at MLB The Show 22 coming to Switch. Um, obviously, none of us are like big sports games folks, but I think this is definitely a cool announcement. Uh, it's a it's a PlayStation game making the rounds on all these other platforms, which is wild. But also, um, it is cross progression. So, like, if you are playing on Xbox or PlayStation um, and maybe you're going away for a weekend or something like that, right, like, you can bust your save over and everything. That's just a great feature, and it's something that I wish the Switch could take more advantage of, but the whole gap between the Switch and other consoles kind of makes that tough for most games. There's a fair few games that have it for PC, so you can cross-progress from PC to to Switch, like... um... Divinity Original Sin 2, for example, I think was one of the first that did it. And you can you can play it on on Steam, close it, it syncs with the cloud, and then you can you can open it up on Switch, which is really nice. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we didn't get enough PlayStation reps in Smash, so generic baseball guy's totally up in the running now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The cover of that game is really cool. Have you guys seen it? No, I got, I got like a famous manga illustrator to draw it. So instead Whoa, of a portrait really? of of the like the the whoever they choose to be the star of the cover, it's or like a portrait, like a like a photograph. It's him, but like in like a manga illustration style, and there's like flames all around him and everything. I'm sorry, what? I don't know his name. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh so. shit, I see it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's just for the Switch version. That's cool. Neat. Oh no! You That's know what awesome. it does? There's an MVP edition, which has the. Oh no! Hmm. No, I'm not so sure. That's just the PlayStation Studios logo. Interesting. <laughs> That's very cool though. Um, and then we got some looks at some more game collections. Kingdom Hearts uh, Cloud version is coming. Uh, the Portal Companion collection is coming later this year, and then. Can't uh, wait for Portal. What? Don't care about that. I care about Portal. Like, seriously, why was this not on Switch before? And, Pete, you need to play it. Have you played it, Sierra Cherry? Have you played Portal? No, never. I haven't. Oh, my gosh. I really want want to play uh, through Portal 2 as co-op. I hope it has online co-op. I think it would be really fun to play. I've I've only played the first one, actually. I've never played the second one. Mm. I'll play it with you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Time to close that gap, I guess. But I don't know Klonoa. Do you know Klonoa? No, I, I don't. So Klonoa's weird. I, I'm not a big Klonoa fan, um, but Klonoa is like in the PlayStation era. You remember how like every like every publisher was like, we need a mascot platformer. Like we need our Mario or our Croc, you know, Spyro, Crash, whatever. Um, yeah, Croc is like a similar tier of yeah. mascot platformer because um, it's it's uh, Namco. Like, this was Namco's play for that. And, like, he has a little Pac-Man on his hat and everything. Like, it's a character who I am familiar with because I remember seeing the, like, the PlayStation disc uh, at, like, Toys R Us. But it's not a, a, a franchise I've ever played myself. Um, and, I mean, it doesn't. There's not a ton of of games in the series, um, to my knowledge. Uh yeah, I mean, it's like, there's there's a couple, but 
it's, they, it's they not. They remade it's this game it's before. Been, it came to Wii in 2008, and now they're remaking it Yeah. And they're, they said they're remaking 1 and 2, um, which is interesting. So, yeah. Uh, I don't go get them, I guess. We'll see. We'll see how this plays out for Namco. But uh, the Kingdom Hearts thing, I it's wish so was sad. cool. It's, it's such a sad. bummer. Don't buy it. Like, no, don't buy it. Like, like I... what is? <laughs> no, go ahead, Sierra. What is going <laughs> to happen when the issues that happen when people are trying to play the demo like still happen at launch? Like, what is that? They said it's coming out tomorrow. When is that dropping again? The... Yeah, yeah, I think the... you're right. It's tomorrow. Yeah, but well, as of <sighs> if you're listening to this, it's probably today. It's out. So, like, I was so excited for this, but, like, I have no faith in the cloud versions. I I think the experience will be very poor. I'm waiting to see what people say. I mean, I I can't think of it. Like, playing handheld stuff, and I was just like, no, you're probably going to need to be wired to get, like, any sort of decent Who's playing handheld or tabletop mode with this? Mm -hmm. Like, who's (laughs) playing tabletop mode at home, for starters? And then... Kingdom Hearts! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's just not a good fit, and, like, it's disappointing. Like, I said it on the stream, I think at least Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 could definitely run on the Switch natively. Um, obviously, 3 was was a PS4, you know, Xbox One title, so that might be tougher. But, but so why not do, like, the first two as, like, native games, and then do the third one if you can't do it, and people really want to play it, do it as a cloud version right. if people really want to play it on Switch. Because yeah, I mean, you've I've, also got like the 2.5, 2.8, or whatever they were, like the in-between ones as well. Like, there's tons of games in the Kingdom Hearts universe that they could put on this. Yeah, and it's it's disappointing mm-hmm. because I mean, at this point, they're just like, how would you like the definitively worst way to play these games? <laughs> would that be good? <laughs> for real. For like, lots I mean, of money as well. It's not they're not even cheap. They're like very they're all expensive. On Game Pass too now. Right? So it's like, I mean, obviously, you know, because you have a Switch doesn't mean you have access to Game Pass, but it's like, feels real tough to pay this amount of money for a, a worse way to play it than on the PS2, you know? Yeah, like, doesn't what is the good. point of playing it handheld if it's not going to run well? Like, that's not going to be an enjoyable experience. I would rather just play it on the platform that is going to get me the best gaming experience, like, no frame rate drops, no... Yeah. Nothing like not to mention that, like, if you're in a place with like bad internet, you literally couldn't even play it. Like, you know, it's like that's mm-hmm. unacceptable. I don't know why they think that's okay. Like, I, I'm, I don't know, it makes me mad when I think about it. I just wish they would stop doing them. Like, I think these like cloud versions are just like it's not the tech is not there, you know? Yeah, I think it works as like a rental thing or an addition to a service. So like Game Pass with yeah. the cloud stuff, it works because I'm not. That's not really mm-hmm. what I'm paying for. It's just like a nice to have. I can play it on my phone as well if I want to. I don't like, think if it doesn't it works, work. That doesn't feel bad, yeah. right? Because you're like, well, whatever. That's not why I bought into this. This is an extra nice to have. If it works, great. If not, eh, it'll get there eventually, maybe. Whereas if I want to p- yeah. buy all of these in the UK, it costs ninety pounds, and that's a lot of money to spend on something that isn't going to be reliable all the time. It's going to depend on whether I can even get in. There was like a queue for the demos and things. Like, it's not a great experience. And I've tried some of these. I tried the control demo. Um, and I think I tried Resident Evil 7 
when there was that one in Japan. And it was like, none of these have worked on my internet connection. And granted, I don't have great internet, but if this is like the future of the Switch, it really just does not bode well for me. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Did you see, like, someone posted a clip of them trying to just start playing the game just start the game and the game kept crashing oh. <laughs> bad look it's a bad look yeah. um like why I do just, they not I, care Ugh. and what yeah, happens know, when they turn know. the servers off so ultimately at some point these servers are going to get turned off and you spent 90 pounds on these games and you're never going to be able to play yeah. them because the servers have shut down that actually hosts the game whereas if you bought that mm-hmm. on a cartridge you could play it forever or people have like test groups for this shit, no? Like, I, I think it is just like a matter of like not caring. Like, it, they care more about being able to say that these games are on Switch than if they're a bad experience. And it's the level of effort to get it on there, right? Because they've already yep. got the PC version, which presumably this runs in the cloud, and they're just streaming it. They can say it's on there, and they'll get some sales. So there'll be some parent who's like, oh, Disney. My kid likes Disney, likes Toy Story. I can buy this for them, and they can play it. And they're all on sale now. So it's like, oh, there there we go. Enticing. And, and I wanted to say to, to, in response to what Steve said, right? Like, the physical angle, right? Like, I mean, shit. Like, take that out of the equation. If you, like, I don't know. We don't know where the future goes, right? But based on how... uh the other two console manufacturers have handled things the last couple like two generations or or plus if i buy this on xbox i feel pretty confident i'll be able to play it on my next xbox if i buy this on playstation I feel pretty confident i'll be able to play it on the next playstation right or steam mm-hmm. so you're telling me i need to pay the same amount for a worse version that i have a limited license to that's a truly terrible deal so don't buy this. Go play it literally anywhere else. <laughs> Love Kingdom Hearts. Play it literally anywhere else. Yeah. PS2? Yeah. Dust off that PS2 uh, slim, <laughs> you know? Just go for a true retro experience. Yeah. And then make sure you pop in um, Jackass on DVD. You know, it's really just making you <laughs> Get some 3D Doritos. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I need some Sierra. Sierra, they're not in the UK yet. I need some three oh, Doritos. F. I know. All right, we got to you somehow. One of my friends from college just texted our group, and he was like, "You guys should watch the new Jackass movie." And I was just like, "That's one I'm gonna have to do without Jackie." Yo, I heard it's good. Chewy. You're coming to Philly. Let's do it. Let's watch Jackass forever. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you my schedule. I'm Perfect. showing up. Are you still playing? Oh, I guess we could talk about that later. But if you're playing that Wednesday, that's when I get there. Oh, yeah. No, I am. We'll talk about it. I'll be there. I'm going to the <laughs> I think I actually have shows back to back Wednesday, Friday, or Thursday now. So, you you know, you want to run it back, come to two of them. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, next up, we got a just a bombshell announcement. This is one of the big dogs, yes. right? Nintendo Switch Sports, yeah. a sequel to Wii Sports. Yeah, and I want, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to Mango in the Discord, who has been asking for Wii Sports for Switch ever since Mango's we've had the name Discord, on our Discord running. <laughs> yeah, and their name on our Discord is hashtag Wii Sports for Switch. So this, it's just so great to see this for them. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Yeah, this is the third game that was like my late night 
oh, what if they finally do it? What if it's Switch Sports? And yeah, these are the things that just like come to me in the middle of the night. It's just Nintendo speaking to me. They're saying, all right, here it is. Be ready. Get your body ready. This is what's coming. (laughs) This is one I wouldn't wouldn't have guessed in a million years. Me neither. I was so happy. (laughs) My boyfriend and I both screamed. Like, it's a good direct when there's something that makes you you absolutely yell. And that was this for me. That was that for me. Yeah, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I love when we get a, a reveal like this and it's not something I've already heard. Right. There wasn't a rumor about this. Like, you know, whoever was working on this, like it was held pretty close to the chest. And that's so rewarding. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting to see. It's also going to be a it's a $40 game as of right now, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. Um, I can't remember the last time Nintendo released a game that wasn't like a like an indie or like a smaller title that was like $20 or less. Or that wasn't $60. So cool mm-hmm. to see them experiment with the price point a little bit because I think there are welcome, a lot of... Welcome switch... to the party, America. Welcome to the party. I know. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> all right. Well, you, you skipped the last one they, they did. Uh, Big Brain Academy was True. 30 I think, yeah. Yeah, and, like, that, that's, and that's great. Like, because I, I... That is, I think, the one thing of the Switch generation that I am a little frustrated by is I think because, you know, the Switch is like, yeah, it's a hybrid console, but it's like, quote unquote, home console quality. They have charged $60 for a lot of games that they really do not have any business charging that amount of money for. One thing we've missed is like the player's choice. We haven't had those and I don't think there's any sign of them coming at some point. And they I want you to like, buy the game full price. But I feel like right? they should do that with some of their titles that are like, I don't know, phased out so, somewhat. Like Super Mario Party, for example, still a great game. And people are going to get Mario Party Superstars because it's the new one. But you could make Super Mario Party like $40 or $30 and do a player's choice version of it and do like the older games as these like mm-hmm. cheaper, cheaper versions. And I feel, I feel like that would be a great way to bolster up people's libraries yeah but then you'd have to charge less for breath of the wild and no because that doesn't ever become a player's choice i don't think that ever becomes a player's choice i guess not but like (laughs) what defines player's choice then because historically it was the best selling games on the platform that had stagnated in historically it's supposed to be the game the players choose come on yeah, well, I think we all choose one two switch because one two switch sold none, and they need to get some across. Get some Remember when they tried to charge for that game? When they make a sequel to that, it better be three two one switch. <laughs> I'm okay. just saying. Great. All right. No, the next one will yeah, be one two step, and it'll be a dancing game. Yes. Yeah. Like that. Not too bad. This is. I thought this was really, it's interesting to see them release it at this price point. I was saying on the stream, I'm like, I'm not paying $60 for this. Yeah, it's like, 30 I'm... pounds in the UK. It's oh, so I cheap. I was ready to. I'm picking this. I was, I was to. too. I was like, I'll buy this for 50 quid, full price. <laughs> I love uh, Nintendo, um, like Wii Sports. Nintendo Switch Sports. It's, I'm just going to call it Switch Sports because no one's going to call it Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, but... yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and like new games, the Mii's look insane. They look incredible. Yeah, like, the new Mii's. What a glow up! 
They like yes. That my, one of a streamer I follow just tweeted this early. She was like, they yassified the me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they did. They have like all these like hip haircuts and like I they all them. have like yeah. Yeah. Like, I I we don't we have the option to make me's currently our avatar for yeah, our switch yeah. profiles. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't they just use the current me's? I don't get it. I, I will still play the damn game. They had to make them hotter. <laughs> yeah. We got to redo our Nintendo ranking now. We had to do it. They yeah. saw the ranking and they were like, the Mies didn't make it on there. The Mies aren't the sexy sweeze. enough. The, they're the Swedes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all athletes, so they're very attractive. Yeah. I know some of them have got like real mum mom vibes, though. Like the one playing badminton, she's like definitely a mum. And I mean, she, that's she just mom. does this on the weekend. mom, though. <laughs> Yeah, she is. She's Andy's mum from uh, Toy Story. And she's just coming out here playing some badminton. Oh, no, she's right. doing the volleyball. All right, but oh. here's here's my thing, though, right? Like, I'm not... You you brought it to a Pixar place. Like, I'm not trying to, like, put this out there. But, like, I, uh, can we talk about how, like, every Pixar mom has, like, just a dump truck ass? Yes! So, like, yeah, like, I feel like that, that works out, right? Like... We're trying to make these these games sexier. Apparently, I don't know. You know. Yeah. Aside from it. the like hot memes, I really think this game looks visually gorgeous. Like, no, it looks awesome. So I good. The bowling alley looks so cool. Oh my god! And you could play with people online at the exact same online. time. You could all be bowling yeah. together. Like that's absolutely. Oh my god. We're gonna absolutely Not, be streaming it. It's so huge. Yeah. And then oh yeah. Play test too. That's coming up, and it's gonna be this month. It, I I actually just sent you all the website because apparently they have a website up. Uh, they said available play test times on here. There's February 18th, 19th, and 20th. That's a weekend. But they have specific windows where it's going to be available, where February 18th, there's only one. It's 45 minutes. It's from 7 to 7.45 p.m. Pacific time, which is like very strange late time for East, right? Um and then the 19th, they've got three windows, and that's 3 to 3.45 a.m. Pacific time, then 11 to 11.45 a.m. Pacific time, and then 7 to 7.45 p.m. again, Pacific time. And then the last one, February 20th, is 3 to 3.45 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> so like you're going to be like up at 6 a.m. if you're on the East Coast to play this on... February 20th. It's weird that they only went with Pacific time because they make sense in Europe that 3 uh, three a.m. Pacific is uh, midday in Central Europe. Mm-hmm. So it, that's probably aimed at us. And then I guess the other times are more centric to other parts of the world like Japan and um, Asia, Australia, that kind of thing. Apparently mm-hmm. the East Coast can just get fucked. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Wonder- if the random matchups are kind of because uh, Splatoon is like split up by region two a lot with the matchups, so you can have crossover in your games with different regions, but you're more likely to just be in somebody who's at a closer server than you. So it kind of gives me that vibe, like they're really trying to just test it like that. Yeah. yeah. What What did you all think of like the the leg strap stuff with the the soccer and the like addition of the golf that's coming in like a future update as well? I mean, I was really glad they didn't have ring con support. I was devastated uh, about that. I thought it was that coming. Given, I would have given you another prediction, so that's great for me. <laughs> um, it doesn't yet. 
as long as it doesn't come in 2022, then I'm good with that. Yeah, 2023 <laughs> update can add the ring con. I think the um, leg strap thing will be sick. Yeah, I try it. I feel like that's like a fun addition. You know, like I like the idea of them like trying to figure out ways that you can make it like more you know interactive. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting, right, is like the second free update will come with golf that's coming in the fall, which is good. Um, that feels like a good addition, but like when you look at the actual list of games, it's like a little light. I don't know. Like what's that? A little light on the list of games for me. Like one Especially of them, Chambara, which we no one's ever heard of sword play it's like yeah and it's like especially when you consider that like volleyball and badminton are like functionally not that different well like, and tennis like, isn't like, that different to badminton either it's a, right they're both yeah. racket sport right it's just like oh it's singles or 2v2 and yeah. i don't know like that's fine but mm-hmm. it feels like they cut a lot of the more unique games like i always really liked baseball in wii sports and like boxing was mine i love oh, yeah. boxing I'll be honest, I spent 90% of my time in bowling, and bowling's there. But I can yeah. also play bowling on um, Clubhouse Games. It's already there. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they had basketball in the original, too, right? Wii Sports? One of them. I don't know if it was the original, but I think it was in Resort. Yeah, it might have been one the updated maybe. one. Okay. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. But also, I think it uh, opens doors. I, I think it opens the door for more updates and more sports to be added, though, especially if they're adding golf yeah. in. And that looked like a big one as well. Like it was a big course. Presumably, you can do the all of the holes, and it's not just like a driving range. It did look like an actual game of golf. Yeah, and like I could see them doing like a season pass and connecting that to the expansion pack. Like there are other ways mm-hmm. that they can they can continue to support the game and work more content into it. So I wouldn't be too concerned. Um, but yeah, that definitely stuck out to me a little bit. So then, uh, we got to look at Taiko Rhythm Festival, which, uh, is, if you're not familiar, is like that Japanese series of like drum rhythm games. And they actually have, they have a subscription service, which has 500 songs that you can add to the game, which is pretty interesting. Like that's pretty cool. It's about time to be honest, because it was kind of ridiculous how few games, how through song, few songs you got with the game. And then each yeah. song was like individually purchased. So it's nice to just be able to pay. Like if you're into the game for a month, you can just pay for it for a month and get all the songs you, mm-hmm. you want and you can just play through them. So it's it's a nice solution to a problem. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, Sierra, you said you like this game. Do you have one of the drums or have you like played it in arcades and stuff? I don't have the drums. I wish I did. I looked into buying them, but they're really expensive. I think it's because yeah. It's really popular, um, but uh, or at least the drums are to have. Uh, I when I first got a Switch, that was like one of the first games I bought, and uh, that one, uh, Sushi Strikers, I bought, and so I was like swapping off of those two like all the time until I got nice. more like concrete like uh, games to play, like like Let's Go and and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, Sierra, I just found there's a third party one. That is only $45. No shit. Yeah. Really? It's way cheaper than the official. <laughs> oh my God. I was thinking for like 90 bucks. I was like, why? Yeah. It's, a, it's like a, I, I, I see one for 150 which is like the actual like licensed monogrammed one. So that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. 45 I'll get that. Payday? Shoo-in. 
<laughs> gonna get some of these uh these Tycho rhythm streams. That would be so fun. Yeah, I'd totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> So then we got an update on a couple of other uh, hot games, a couple of the smaller ones. Like we got a look at Triangle Strategy. Obviously They're trying. They're trying to get people to buy this thing. They're like, play the first three chapters. Yeah. <laughs> and then buy the rest of yeah, it, please. Based on my experience with the original demo, that's probably five minutes of gameplay and six hours of reading text. <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's the thing that I'm most worried about. Like this game gameplay wise looks good to me, but I'm not super interested in the story. And I, I'm wondering how that's well, I mean, that's what the demo's for, right? You can get I think you can get good feel with three chapters of the game as to what is actually going to be like mm -hmm. yeah i think i'll be able to figure out if it's for me or not speaking of which uh cuphead last course we got a date on that one as well um which is really cool uh i, I mentioned on the stream this game's been in, or this dlc has been in development for like five years now which yeah. is wild um but yeah I mean, it wasn't the the game itself in development forever too though yes like, yeah. it sure yeah. was it's um, kind of a crazy story about that game. Like they mortgaged, remortgaged their houses and sold tons of their possessions just to be able to fund it. And, so, and now they've got a Netflix deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That show looks good. Real success story. Um, mm. So yeah, June 30th, right around the corner on this one. Um, cool to see that it's going to be coming to Switch. Like, Man, June, is, right away. June is chock-a-block. Chock Absolutely chock-a-block. We've got Fire Emblem Warriors and Mario Strikers in June as well. Mm -hmm. This whole year is like it's packed. It's already so much packed. stuff on the calendar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Metroid Dread has an update coming that's going to add uh, Dread Mode and Rookie Mode. So Dread Mode is one shot and you get a game over. Rookie Mode mm -hmm. is more forgiving. For um, babies like me. <laughs> there you go. This could be your chance. Yes, I want to see. I want to see a dread stream, Sierra. Like make that a sub goal. I want to see you Sierra play <laughs> play Metroid Dread in dread mode. You should okay. do it after Breath of the Wild. That would be. Yeah, sick. I would love to. That's all I wanted. Like everyone just kept saying, like how hard it was, and, and that like there there's no there was no like different modes of difficulty. It's just like just like baseline yeah. hard. And I was like, look, I love to play this game. I don't have the time, so I'm not really going to rush to play it. The rookie mode definitely makes it seem a little less intimidating now. And then that way I can get it on the game. If I feel like I really enjoy it, then I can try to bump it up to that normal mode and then rerun the game at a higher difficulty. I like, bet you I just definitely like do the it. option. Thanks. Sarah, I am like terrible at video games. I'm the worst, and I managed to complete Metroid Dread. And I was surprised with myself that I managed to complete this game. I did oh, it. It took me so long. It took me so long. That that last boss, I think, took me four or five hours to complete. Oh my god! Uh, Real talk. Uh, I, I I'm pretty good at games, right? Like I I'm certainly not like on that MLG shit like Chewy, but like I consider myself to be pretty good at games. Um, I was genuinely surprised that Steve finished Metroid Dread because, yeah. like, he is so likely to be like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Like this, this game. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had my fill. I'm over it. <laughs> and like the fact that you got so into it that you persevered and beat that last boss, I was like, "Hell yeah, buddy! Hell yeah!" Yeah, yeah it's my game I, of the year. You can definitely year. do it. Yeah. You can oh, definitely yeah. do it. If I mean, you like it, you'll get into it. Yeah, and I was just watching this, and I was just thinking of all the times I died in the game, and I was like, "No." Why would anybody do this to themselves? See, the now I'm on that side dreadful. of the fence, right? Because I've done it, I'm like, 
no, we shouldn't have an easy mode. But prior to this, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Make it more accessible. Let more people in. But because I had to suffer through it, I'm just like, no. No one, no one should have an easy mode. This is you're not one of those alive. Dark Souls fans. Huh? You're like, oh no, no game should have easy mode. If you it can't could. play, you're a baby and you need to get good. Yeah, get good. There's no shame in playing games on easy mode. Everybody, Absolutely. games are for fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, I played Metro Dread. You could beat it. It's not that hard. It's hard, but it's not Cuphead. It's Metroid not like Fusion fucking <laughs> easier than Cuphead. <laughs> It's not it's not like that kind of game, right? Like it's tough. It'll it'll kick your teeth in, but it's not gonna like kick your teeth in and then rub salt in the wound on top of it, which is a hundred percent cuphead's if, jam. If you're gonna like <laughs> Tycho, I think you could play it because it's a very much learning patterns and following it. It is and a kind it, of a rhythm. Game, it's ve- yeah, really. there is a lot of like rhythm in it in the battles and things. <laughs> Metroid rhythm game win. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Tycho expansion. <laughs> Uh, so this is a big one for me. I'm real stoked about this next one. Uh, we got the confirmation of something that was all but confirmed earlier today, uh, which is that Earthbound is now going to be on Switch Online, both Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, which if if you're not familiar with kind of the whole what that means, right? Because in Japan, it's the series is called Mother. Earthbound Beginnings is Mother 1. Earthbound that we got in the States is Mother 2. And then Mother 3 is the game that features Lucas, which has never gotten an official uh, U.S. or any English translation. If you want to play it, you got to do the fan game. So uh, this is great. I I think this is one of those games that at least I personally have been kind of like, where is this? Right. Like we've I think a lot of there's been a lot of conversation about like how the, um, you know, all of the like Nintendo Switch online offerings have kind of slowed down. Right. And this was an easy one of like, yeah, like what's, where's Earthbound? Like get Earthbound on this thing. It was on the, it was on 3DS. It was on the, you know, the Super Nintendo Mini. Um, why not on Switch? So right. great to finally see this come over. Um, I am going to really try to challenge myself to do a stream of, uh, of the original Earthbound because I've heard that you shouldn't start with beginnings because it's very obtuse in an NES JRPG <laughs> uh... way. Um, but I want to play Earthbound. I really do. Um, and I know Steve and, and uh, Chewie and I were talking about potentially doing an episode where we talked about like Nintendo franchises we wanted to get into. Um, I think maybe this is my year. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. That's so a great a, choice. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. I could definitely see that being like a good a good thing to do on stream. Um, so if y'all in the community are interested, definitely let me know. And uh, maybe we'll get a Patreon poll going. So we got a sizzle reel that showed a bunch of games that are games we have seen and talked about before. I'm not going to talk about them because we're coming up on a hard out for Chewy and I want to get to the, the meaty stuff here. So the last two big announcements, uh, we already talked about this one a bit. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting a uh, season pass. It's called the Booster Course Pass. There will be 48 new courses added by the end of 2023, uh, which is it's insane. Wow. Um, yes. It's going to be six different packs each that come with what is it three right is that the math four, eight, four. each of them come with four yeah, yeah. Four. each of them come with four and it's eight packs thank you chewy six um, packs still six wait. packs six wait four. what no, i don't know i don't know what the math adds up 48 divided okay. by six we're doing the math you figure it's eight each eight in each pack eight each. Eight. wow got it is so 
those are going to be in kind of time drops. The first one comes on March 18th. We know that that will already include Coconut Mall, Chaco Mountain, and Tokyo Tour. Um, Coconut Mall is from the Wii uh, uh, version. Chaco Mountain's an N64 one, and then Tokyo Tour is one from the mobile game, which is Mario Kart Live. So really cool to see. <laughs> um, they promise that there will be courses from every game in the franchise's history. So lots to pull from, which is really cool. Uh, this is also included in the expansion pass, which is huge. Um, and it actually takes us back to uh, a question that um, Sierra wrote in to the show when, when this news first dropped. And I remember we talked about the expansion pack and kind of its value. And one of the things that was discussed was like, will we see more DLC come to the expansion pack, right? And like, of course, you know, we now have our answer um, and that's an emphatic yes, which I think blows the value of that thing out of the water now, right? Yeah. Like if you play Animal Crossing, if you play Mario Kart, if you have any interest in the, the library of N64 or Genesis titles, like, it's a solid deal at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when that I, when I wrote into you guys and asked that, it was inspired by actually my boyfriend who, um, when I was watching the direct with him, uh, he was like, watch them like add more stuff to make this price point worth it because yeah. everyone was so mad about how expensive it was. And mm -hmm. he was like, what if? And I was like, yo, yeah. And then I wrote it to you guys. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's like, that's, you know, because like, you know, like we've talked about in the past, like there's there's so much that Nintendo has that like is just not like known to us in the public. And, you know, like they probably have plans to really pad the expansion pass up. And now we're seeing more of that. Like, sick. I can't wait to see what else they present. I mean, even if it's just what we have now, I'm fine with it. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's a solid deal as is. Um, but I think you're probably right that we will see more. Like the idea of like maybe Pokemon Legends Arceus gets some DLC that comes to this, or or you know, like we talked about like Switch Sports or or you know any of these other titles that you know presumably will get DLC content. I I don't think it's crazy to assume that like those will all come here now, and that you'll have that, and that'll be the way that they lock you in. Right. Is mm -hmm. there's one or two things that come out every year and it it's a value that continues to grow. Right. Because if you buy it later, you still get all this great stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll say uh, I was wondering, like, if they'll like retroactively add some of that paid DLC they've had in the past to it. Mm -hmm. But I'm already seeing like a little bit of a trend with what they've added. Both the things that they have included in this are $24.99 DLC plans. Like the Happy Home Paradise one for Animal Crossing was that. And then this Mario Kart one is that. So I think that might be the price that Nintendo is probably going to regularly shoot for, for like big DLC plans. And you know what? That forward. seems like such a good deal for 48 courses. I mean, how much were the packs when it's they came so out on Wii U and you got like four courses and some that was honestly cars. a good deal too. That was like 12 bucks. I want to say for like, wow. yeah, all of those. So yeah, I think you're right. I think they were, they six were that six. much money. I never bought them on. I never bought tracks previously for Mario Kart. Like mm -hmm. the Switch is like my first time like paying extra for for things. So, wow. Yeah, I mean it's a great deal, and like, I mean this this is basically a point five update, you know. And like, it's so funny because obviously there was all the rumors of Mario Kart Nine and everything, and like, I wouldn't have expected this. It, this is a game they haven't touched since they brought it to Switch, and now yeah, nothing's you know, ever how ever, many years ever gonna overtake this in sales right. now. It's just never gonna be overtaken. 
No, this yeah. thing's going to just print money because either a percentage of the people that already own it will buy this DLC or they'll get locked in on the expansion pack. And either way, that's going to be a spike in revenue for Nintendo. And honestly, Brilliant. like I, this doubles the courses that are in Deluxe at this point, right? Like yeah. there, there were 48 before and now they're like, here's 48 more. I'm like, well, there, there you go. There's Mario Kart 9 right there. <laughs> it's wild. And it, it's cool because like, the fact that it's all legacy courses is like a great way to expand the offerings without being like, let's expend resources making something new. And you can save all the new stuff for Mario Kart 9. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. Oh, sorry. I wanted to say real quickly too, because I did the math in my head. Just add one bonus course with four races, and that puts it at 100. 100 tracks oh, in that single game. Wow. <laughs> what were you going to say, Sierra? Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if Chewie was also going to say, like, what if this begs the question, like, is everything, like, since they're, you know, looking backward, doing so much Legacy stuff with 8, what if 9 is going to be completely new everything? Definitely. Could be. Yeah, them. I mean, I could, yeah. I could see them adopting a similar thing where 9 comes out and it's, like, all new content, and then maybe they do a season pass where it's, like, here's a bunch of Legacy courses that are going to come back, and it's an easy thing to do, right? Like, it works for Smash, you know, why not? Um, mm -hmm. We all love the new stuff, but we also love the old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is awesome. This is a huge announcement and uh, I think a, a really smart move. And like I'm more excited by this than I am by the idea of Mario Kart 9, if I'm honest, just because like I want Mario Kart 9, but I would rather Mario Kart 9 come out on whatever the successor to the Switch is so that it's not limited by mm -hmm. the Switch's hardware, right? Like we already have a great Mario Kart on Switch. Why blow you know, your load on number nine now when you could have it come out and be like a launch title on Switch 2 and have that look and, you know, be more impressive and add some new features and, you know, some new mechanics. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad that they chose this path and it's one that, you know, is obviously going to have a huge return for them. And it has the mm -hmm. bonus of every Nintendo fan getting to speculate what courses go in each pack every single time there's an announcement. It's the new Smash Fighters Pass. Oh, are you are you excited for the Smash Discourse to return? <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, what the hell? It's not this course? Mm -hmm. Steve got exactly what he wanted. We were on the, the stream and he's like, Coconut Mall. If they bring Coconut Mall, that's, that's all I, I need. And it was the first the course first they, one they announced. So I'm fine. <laughs> it was my favorite course in the Wii game. So you're in. Yeah. I mean, I'm just sad they've done like the N64 courses kind of dirty in these. Mostly Most of the, the good Yoshi ones were already one. in there, right? Yeah. Well, the thing I liked Yoshi's Valley or whatever the course is because it was like, you look at the map and it's all question marks. You don't know who's in first or anything. And then I liked the Rainbow Road from 64 because it was three laps on the longest course ever. And then they turned it into one. And I was like, no, <laughs> you've done it dirty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Messed up. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they get some of the ones that we're missing in and, and they look and feel a little bit better for you there, Chewy. Um, yeah. But speaking of things that are for you, Yes. We ended things with a, uh, I would say a surprise, right? Mm -hmm. um, the closeout was the announcement of Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which, you know, if you are uh, a very, very particular kind of Nintendo nerd, which a lot of you folks are, that's a, this is a big <laughs> one. This is a big deal. 
Um, the chat was lighting up when this happened, and I know uh, that Chewie is excited about this. So given that I believe you are the only person on this panel who has even played a Xenoblade game, let alone care about them, why don't you take it away, Chewie? Give us the elevator pitch. Why should we be hyped about this? I mean, they are just, like, really well-built worlds with really huge stories just it's a huge story and this one feels like it's really expanding on that one because one of the big things that happened with xenoblade chronicles one and two was just like they are so similar and there's things you recognize with each of them but you don't quite realize how they're connected and they did give a little bit of that at the end of like xenoblade chronicles hd or you know, just the one they made for Switch, right? Uh, there's a whole bonus story that's available there that connects things a bit. And then they did, like, the Torna DLC with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But, like, this one, they actively went out of their way to say, like, see how these two games are connected here. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is cool. This is, like, uh, it's such a time investment. It's such a big thing to put anybody through but at this point i'm just like just do it just play, everybody play them play the games i'm gonna go through and finally finish xenoblade chronicles and then get the rest of the way through xenoblade chronicles 2 as well all of them are just so long and i get heavily invested in all the side quests and the missions and stuff that i'm just like 100 hours in and halfway through the game wow <laughs> so okay. wow yeah <laughs> They're they're huge huge games that I I I just wish that like Pokemon would accept some help from Xenoblade or Monolith at least yeah. at points because I'm just like they're building worlds here like they don't have this funny pop in going on and weird textures off in the distance <laughs> that, please. Steve said yeah. that while we were looking. He's like, this is what I wanted Pokemon to look like. And I was it like, yeah, so well, this good. game's... Like, yeah, yeah well, they've probably been working on this game for like six years, right? Like, yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. and you don't think they've been working I mean, on Pokemon Legends Arceus for that long too? Like, I feel that that, no. went, that went into development in like 2018. Even so, that's not six years. <laughs> I don't think they've been working on Xenoblade 3 for six years. No way. I, I mean, don't know. When did what? 2 come out? I forgot. Yeah, when was 2? It 2017, right at the the first year, first year of the Switch. That's five years. Oh, yeah, so, so, yeah. so similar time, I think. That and they were, they were still Legends. working on the Torna DLC too, which was like a big enough they, expansion. And then they did the they like remaster like that they pushed out. Like that, they've pushed a lot of stuff out. They know how to make games over there. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's like ignoring all of the stuff, the extra things they help Nintendo with. Like they have their hand in so many other games. They're working on too, some Zelda yeah, so. stuff, aren't they, Monolith? Yeah. yeah. Still, and they and, still make bangers. <laughs> yeah. Also, for what it's worth, Steve, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out in 2019. So Yeah, and I, I, there's no way in my mind that Pokemon Legends was not in development prior to that. They must have had two teams going. They... I mean, even so, it's still a lot less time, right? Like, it's it's still, at best, you're looking at, like, three to four years, not five to six. You know, like, that matters. Um, but I Maybe, am totally but with like, you, Chewie, some where... extra, Put it in the oven for, like, an extra year. I think people would be happy. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think Pokemon has that luxury. Not that it shouldn't, but it doesn't. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But I would say I think it does. They just literally put out Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. You're telling me that couldn't have been the stopgap for another year. We didn't need that three months before Legends Arceus. Who are you no arguing way. with? I agree with you. I I can't <laughs> I can't make these decisions for the Pokemon company. If I could, I would, yeah. Steve. You know, if there was any company I could hostily take over and run, it would be the Pokemon company. When you're saying, write that sorry, ship, Game Freak, you you're not making these anymore. Hey, Monolith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, intelligence help. systems. Just, just help them out a little bit. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, that's, that would be my, I'd be like, okay, let's get intelligence systems and monolith soft. Intelligence systems, you can help with the story and the character models. Monolith soft, you can do all the background animations. Thanks, everybody. Let's mm-hmm. make a good game. Well, let's make a great game. Game's already good. Um, but yeah, I mean, visually, this is one of the better looking games on Switch. Like, this, this trailer looks great. Like, there's like mm-hmm. that one, that first panoramic shot where the player character's running and there's like a waterfall off in the distance. And I'm like, all right, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, th- this makes me feel like, you know, we run into those games at the end of console generations where they're like, we've messed with the system so long, we know how to push it to its limits, and this is them, like, really getting what they can out of the Switch with it. And I, I love to see that, but also I'm just like, oh, man, I feel like we're getting to the end of the Switch, and it was a, ni- it was a real nice life, but <laughs> I- I'm happy to see how we get to benefit at the end of it too yeah for sure so here's a fun question and i'm gonna pose this to to both steve and sierra because i i already said earthbound's gonna be the nintendo franchise i try to get into right mm-hmm. what would it take steve for this to be the nintendo franchise that you get into this year and sierra if you were forced to play through this or metroid dread and and not on easy mode Maybe even on hard mode. What are we thinking? What are the odds on these two? Um, it's around about like 10% chance of that happening. <laughs> That's I just, generous. I just That's don't generous. see it. Like, There's so much other stuff coming out, and I've got to somehow fit Xenoblade into it that I'm not massively into anyway because I haven't played any of the other games in any, like, any of the Xeno games. I, you know, it's just not going to happen, I don't think. Fuck. So wait, would I... Before, okay. Or not Zelda. Metroid, so you know what I mean. ideally, I'm playing both of the games a hun- like 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 roll credits, right? Like I have yeah, to yeah, yeah. Be one or the other. In the game, I guess Dread. Then I guess I would prioritize Dread. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, that's the thing that stinks with the way life is, and and like all these games coming out, like having to have a priority list, not being able to just enjoy a game, looking at a price point and being like wow, it's either that or my water bill. So what's it going to be? <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, I would love to say yes to everything, but it's like you do have to pose these questions to yourself in uh, the kind of uh, uh, existence we are existing in now. Uh, yeah, so the financials, if it wasn't for that, I'd, I'd tackle them both, but uh, I would prioritize Dread for sure. And then Xenoblade, when I have time, if I have time. Xenoblade Nobody ever becomes- has time. You got to just commit to it. Yeah, just make it. I know. Maybe if I can that could be through. that could be your follow up to Breath of the Wild. You know, it's like let me play another giant oh obtuse open world game. No, you need you need like a palate cleanser after Breath of the Wild. You need something small, and I think Kirby's probably the light easy one to go to after that. I know. I've been playing Breath of the Wild since July. I want to be done so badly, but I'm not ready for Calamity Ganon. Not even close. 
<laughs> you can go whenever you like. That's the beauty of that game. You could beat it. You could go try it right now. <laughs> Maybe. I definitely dragged that process out. I was like, what if I got all of the guardian armor? And then I was like, right, nah, yeah. Man, you get there and yeah. then you're so OP by the time you do it. Because he's got, you've yeah. got all of the, like. <laughs> I kicked his teeth in. Yeah, all the lasers going in at him. It's great. I was like, I, I was way over prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I let's, I guess, final thoughts on this, right? Like, how would you grade? <clears throat> God, excuse me. Mm. How would you grade this direct? Uh, a plus. It was phenomenal. I think it was... It, uh, even though some of the games weren't necessarily for me, I don't care about a, a Warriors game, I don't care about Xenoblade, objectively, this like hit. This was an absolute slam dunk. <laughs> Are you saying A plus with that being the highest grade? No, S is higher. Got it, okay. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll follow up there. I agree. I would say it's an A, A-plus range. So we're I saying like S is like, we're going to use S as like... Cream like of the S. crop. The best right. direct you've ever seen. Yeah, that's like uh, the Breath of the Wild Mario Odyssey. You know, you've got everything all in one. Oh, the Splatoon's in there as well. You know. Or like... Mm-hmm. One of those fantasy directs that, that fans yeah. make up and put on a piece of paper. That's the S rank. <laughs> well, like, they do happen sometimes, though, right? Because, like, I think of, when I think of, like, what's an S tier direct, I think of the direct where they did the whole, the Smash reveal, and it was, like, everyone's out, here. Yeah. No, seriously, everyone. And then they showed, like, every character and was, like, <laughs> whoa, that is next level. Or, like, the one where they were, like, hey, Animal Crossing, it's real and it's imminent. And we're just, like, what? Like, yeah, I I feel mm-hmm. like this didn't quite have that level of announcement. Maybe if I was more of a Xenoblade fan, I would think about it in that way with three. Um, but I feel like all of the big big reveals they had are all like A tier franchises or A tier games, not the mythical S tier, right? And I feel like for that, it would have to have been like Breath of the Wild gets the name reveal and a release date, or like here's Mario Odyssey two, or like something like that, right? This is almost there, but I think it's just below that tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with Steve on this one. A plus for me. It just tons. It, just watching it, I was like, man, there's just so much that I'm gonna enjoy playing this first half of the year. So easy, easy, happy smiles for me. <laughs> for me, I'd say like a B plus. Uh, just because, uh, if say the September one was my A, this would be like a B for me. Not that there weren't like plenty of like amazing games that I'm really excited for. Uh, just think for me personally and my tastes, uh, there's not as many games like that I am stoked for. The ones that I am though are going to be like super hyped, but all in all, like B plus, B or B plus for me. I was going to say, not enough Digimon Survive next time. That's what I'm saying! That was the one we (laughs) needed. No one is ready for the renaissance of Digimon. The resurgence is imminent. We need it. (laughs) Nobody's ready like these Digi-Destin. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think think that's a solid grade um, because there's a lot of stuff here that I think is like pretty genre niche-y, right? Specific, yeah. 
Yeah, and if yeah. If, the, if any of those things aren't your jam, um, I could definitely see knocking in a couple points. But I think, like Steve said, I think um, the key to a good presentation like this is you want every person who watches to walk away with like two or three things that they're like, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And I have a hard time thinking that most gamers can't look at this and see at least one or two games that appeal to them. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for, there are a lot from now that I'm looking at it again. But like, like I <laughs> defied like a successful direct for me by like how much I was like on my feet. Like what? Yeah, totally. That, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think this was quite that level. It had moments like that, but yeah, there wasn't anything that made me like leap out of my chair, right? In the way that like, I remember when Steve and I did a watch along uh, and it was like the reveal of Banjo. I was like, oh, what? Like, wow, we did this? Yeah. Like, all right, cool, you know? And I I think we flirted with that today, but not quite that like through the lo- uh, roof hype level, you know? Yeah. Um, But hey, I mean, for our first 40-minute direct in like six months, I'm real happy with what we got today. This was, yeah. this was certainly uh, a good update and it gives us a real sense of what the year looks like for Nintendo, at least for, you know, Q's one and two, um, which mm-hmm. has been a huge question mark. You know, we've been talking about that for weeks now about how it's like, we just really don't have an idea of what Nintendo's plans are for 2022. And I think that roadmap looks a lot more clear now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this looks like kind of the busiest first half they've had for the switch in a long yeah. time. Like, yeah. Last year was dead silent crickets. Mm-hmm. It so. feels way more akin to 2017, right? Where it's like, yeah, like that that year they had tent poles every quarter, and it feels like they're kind of li- kind of lined up for that uh, for that again for them here, mm-hmm. and probably because of delays and stuff like that, right? There are probably games on this list that were supposed to be out last year that are now all lining up. Oh yeah, and for sure. Yeah. That they all come across the finish line. This year's going to be a banger, mm-hmm. which is good. Nintendo needs a banger year, yeah. and I think I think we're overdue for like for Nintendo to have multiple game of the year contender type energy. You know, I hope they can achieve that this year. Definitely. Off to a good start with Pokemon. So mm-hmm. we shall see. But uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Nintendo Noise. Remember, we will be back next week with our uh, our check-in on our Ring Fit February progress. Um, I hope that uh, those of you in the community who were thinking about jumping up on the challenge have done so. If you haven't yet, never too late to get started. So um, go start tracking your progress. Get out there. Get healthy. It's going to be a good February. It's going to be a good 2022. Sierra, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, looking forward to uh, to talking about a bunch more Nintendo with you for the rest of this month. Yes. Let the kids at home know where they can find you all around the interwebs. Thank you. You can find me at Sierra Plus Ultra on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And YouTube. There's some stuff there. there there's some deep cuts, but it's pretty dead otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Watch a nice rice chugging video. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the rice chug is up there. <laughs> awesome. All right, yeah, so everybody, make sure you go and show Sierra some love. If you go and tune into one of her streams, you will have a good time. Let her know that we sent you, and we'll catch you next week for another ep- episode of Nintendo Noise. I'm sick. See you next week, baby. <laughs> <laughs>